This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kinnard, your host for Small Biz Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that we're coming to you from the Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. It's all taking place in St. Augustine, Florida, here at the beautiful World of Golf. Over 300 people in the room all talking about economic development and uh, how that uh, comes out of our rural communities. So uh, got a, uh, our next guest is one that is involved in a very uh, hot topic right now in the state of Florida, of course, workforce development. And uh, if you tuned in to some previous segments, you know uh, that we were recently at the Florida Makes uh, Make More Summit. And that whole conversation was about uh, workforce development and talent pipeline. So uh, looking forward to this conversation, uh, we've got with us Heather Bevan, who is the founder and CEO of Jobs for Florida's Graduates. Heather, uh, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Interested to hear this conversation. It has it has all the elements that I like. Jobs, entrepreneurship, it's got it all. It's got it all. All right. I like it. Um, let's start as we always do. Just a little bit of background on you and your pathway uh, to Jobs for Florida's graduates. So when I got out of the Navy, I moved to Jacksonville and took a position uh, when C- on the Cecil Field Base Realignment Project. And I began working with homeless veterans um, in downtown Jacksonville. And I stayed in the human services industry, workforce development, economic development, from an adult standpoint. Um, Did kind of all things Department of Labor. And through that experience, I was like, you know, if we teach kids how to find and keep the right job for them, maybe as adults, they won't need us anymore. We'll work ourselves out of a job, right? So... um, That's when I started Jobs for Florida's Graduates and said, I'm going to go into middle and high school uh, age range, and I'm going to help them make a plan to transition out of school successfully for early adulthood. Okay, Heather, uh, I'm telling you, everybody says this is what we need. So... So you have, uh, you're partnering with 10,000 schools across the state of Florida. You must be. No. <laughs> I mean, this is, but this is the conversation we have every day. Yes. Um, we got to get into the middle schools. We got to get into the high schools. We have to teach them early. You know, not everybody uh, is suited for college. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, you know, you're going to have to explain this to me because you should be the most popular lady uh, in the state. Yes. And I pay for it all too. So the schools don't even have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> okay. You d- yeah, you just shot us to the top of the range. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody's uh, uh, tuning in now. Th- so, so the thing, my personal opinion is that because we don't grade our school system, right? We don't grade our K through 12 school system on what happens to the child once they leave the graduation stage, right? We we grade ourselves on 
did we get them to the graduation stage? Um, but we don't think then what happens to them afterwards. That's why um, so many of our students, you know, kind of go idle right after the summer melt, you know, after graduation, things like that. That's why I think only about 25% of students graduate from a four-year university on time. As we don't, we, we, we kind of just drop them off at the end of the graduation uh, day and say right. good luck to you. But we also know that statistically, if you work even part-time in high school, you're likely to make more money over the first decade of your work life because you've gotten the kind of the bugs out, right? You've learned how to work as a team. You've learned what you can and can't do at work, mm-hmm. et cetera. So that's what our program does um, while they're st- before they leave the graduation, before they graduate. Middle school, high school, it's all about... What's your plan? Let's build a plan based on your interests and your aptitudes and that kind of thing. So we do, um, very first thing we do is, a, is an individual career and academic development plan. For example, if you're in 10th grade and you're still in um, maybe math remediation, right, a basic level math, the window of opportunity for you to become an RN is rapidly closing, right, because you need those harder sciences. So that's what we do in middle school. We prepare for high school. If you're interested in the harder sciences, here's what your high school career's got to look like, right? And then we do the same thing for high school. If you're interested in these kinds of things, if you're interested in military service, for example, this is what you have to do over the next two years to get there. I tell people um, that maybe we do what you think the guidance counselor does, but guidance counselors don't really have the time to do that. Uh, well, that was going to be my question was, you, you sort of sounds like uh, a guidance counselor. Is, yeah. yeah. So in Florida, we used to have a $90 million line item called occupational specialist. And that's really essentially what we do. That, that um, about a 15 years ago or so, that got um, rolled into the larger budget for school districts, and slowly but surely, those occupational specialists started going away. And one of the statistics that that I see in, in our community is that in a couple of the counties that, that we work in, only 50% of the graduating seniors from high school will go on to pursue uh, you know, higher education. Mm-hmm. So the question always is, where's, where are the other half of those students going? So, and that's, uh, you know, apparently what your program is supposed to be addressing. They're, they're not just going to kind of fade into the, uh, the, the backdrop. They're going to know what they want to do when they graduate from high school. That's the goal of yes. the program? Yes, and then they'll have a roadmap. Now, nobody's saying that, you know, if you... Um, if you're in high school and you think you might want to be an engineer, then right. you know you ultimately have to be an engineer. It's right. not it's not like that. What we try to do is just boil down what are, what is your aptitude and what is your interest, right. and we try to boil those down into clusters, right? Okay. Because you're if you're science, you know if you're if you're science minded, then here's your here's jobs that are good for that. If you're art minded, here's jobs that are good for that. Okay. Nice. So explain to me your business model. How does how does uh, jobs for uh, Florida's graduates work? What do you charge? You you give the the program? How does it work? Every spring we open up um, what we call a request for proposal process, and school districts, uh, de- juvenile justice residential facilities, uh, colleges um, can apl- uh, alternative schools can all apply. Charter schools um, they can all apply, and um, it's a very simple 
proposal. And then what we do actually is we partner with the agents, the, the entities that we've selected. And then we provide a $45,000 stipend. So for example, to that school district per school, we would provide $45,000 stipend. And that helps them offset the cost of their teacher. The teacher that teaches the class, because it's an elective for credit, so our students are getting credit, which we really believe in that students should be rewarded for their work. Sure. Um, so that, that, that forces us to contract with schools because the teacher is the teacher of record, is their employee, if that makes sense. Okay. What doesn't make sense to me is, why isn't everybody applying for your program? I don't get it. What's the downside? Why, why doesn't a school want this? They, maybe it's just as simple as they, they don't know you exist. Uh, you know, some people say that we're the best kept secret um, in Florida, and which is funny because we're actually in 32 states. So, right, jobs, we're <laughs> part of a larger organization called Jobs for America's Graduates. And um, all 32 states, when we get together, we, we say, what's the problem? Um, you know, why are we such a secret? Uh, I don't really know the answer to that. I will say that rural schools, for example, smaller school districts have a difficult time um, because you have to find classroom space and you have to find students to fill that classroom and, you know, that kind of thing. So as the teacher shortage has increased, as um, constraints on the school day have increased, you know, things like that, some of the school, smaller school districts have a hard time um, just just achieving what we need to achieve. So tell me, before we went on the air, you were kind of going through your, your primary pillars, workforce readiness, entrepreneurship. What are the, what are the components of this program? We have 800 hours in curriculum instruction, um, and, and it really ranges from, you know, customer service, telephone etiquette, resume writing, um, all the way through to financial literacy, um, business plan, writing a business plan, uh, you know, kind of the gamut. Yeah. And it's, but the key to it is it's really individual um, to each specific student. Um, we make no judgment on where that student's going. So if that student's college bound, then, you know, that's kind of a certain way that that teacher works with that student. If that student's entrepreneur bound, then we pick and choose the curriculum that best supports that. What is the delivery method? Is this taught live in a classroom or is it online modules or how's it taught? Yes. So we, um, we, per teacher, they have about 50 students. It is a classroom live in school. Um, and they do a tremendous amount of outside classroom activities. We're very project-based learning. Mm -hmm. So um, we do a lot of external off-campus and on-campus projects. For example, maybe our students are responsible for hosting uh, the career fair for the larger school. Or sometimes we'll do education um, education components for a community problem, right? We can present in front of the mayor or whatever and walk through solutions to community problems. Um, we do a lot of service learning like that, a lot. I guess maybe, you know, and I'm just speculating, but I mean, maybe a school, you know, might have a little, I guess, uh, call it a logistical Difficulty because they, they, they've got to fit your classes into right. their regular schedule. Right. So what does the student not get if he's in your program, I guess? Is that... Is that For the most part, our schools code us as a business elective. Okay. 
Um, but yes, you're looking, you're talking about students who um, have enough uh, leeway in, in, their day, in their day, right, that they can take an elective. You know, some, some kids get, find themselves junior, senior year, and they don't, ha- they can, don't have room for an elective because right. they're still taking core academics. Right. Talk to us about success stories. What, um, give us an example of, of what you've done and, and uh, when it really, really worked well. Oh, gosh. Uh, mil- I can't even count how many success stories. We've, we've seen our kids go to um, play football at the Division I level. We've seen, uh, we've seen kids start businesses, uh, have some really successful uh, landscaping companies that started out of our classroom. Um, I just told you we did a... Our Lee County school partners did a thing called, that they called the Wolf Den, which was mirrored off of um, Shark Tank. They brought together business leaders from uh, South Fort Myers area, and three of those students were awarded seed money to start their businesses. Um, just I, on and on, I have a fantastic student from um, Putnam County that is um, in South Carolina at college, and he's done some really tremendous stuff in civil rights. Um, with statutes and just really amazing stuff. And he's actually now a pretty sought after public speaker as a result of his experiences. So they, they flourish. They take, they take, the students take full advantage of the opportunity for sure. All right. So Heather, talk to us about how a school could find you and potentially get engaged in your RFP. And when does the RFP come out? In the spring, usually right at March. Okay. So the easiest way, I think, is just to go to our website, www.flgraduates.org. That's Florida, FL, and graduates, like, you better graduate. Right. Right? And then um, on a national level, if anybody's listening that's not in Florida, um, you can go to www.jag, J-A-G.org. All right. Nice. Uh, again, uh, you know, this is, this is one of those conversations that, we seem to have all the time. I mean, how do we, how do we get down into the middle school and high school level and really begin to prepare students uh, for careers? For um, you know, but and I guess the conversation normally centers around if you're not going to go to college, how are we preparing them for their careers? Because there are great opportunities now. There's no doubt. And, uh, you know, with the way Florida's growing, uh, again, here we are today talking about growth in rural uh, Florida, talking about manufacturing. I mean, those are great careers. Right. Well, I think when you when you say if you're not going to go to college, I think you are referring to like a four-year degree. Cause, Correct. But yeah. even so, you even if you're ju- even if you're headed to the workforce, right? You still there's still a lot of really great short-term oh, cert- certification, certification right. programs, two two-year degrees, which I'm, uh, you, you know, uh, again a big fan of. We Florida has this incredible, uh, you know, community college system. It, of course, I say community; they're it's called not, state yeah. colleges now. <laughs> but but this incredibly robust. Uh, and powerful state college system. I mean, right. um, but you still have to access. You still have to know how to access it, correct. right? And yeah. and we really are looking for kids who, um, you know, don't know how to do that. Um, those are easy doors to kick in. All they need is a little bit of space in the right. in their classroom day, right? To right. to start filling out FAFSA's and do all the stuff they need to do, right. and a little guidance. You're right. Yeah. 
nice work. Um, interested to see where this uh, goes. Uh, it is Heather Bevan, who is the CEO of Jobs for Florida's Graduates. Uh, she is here at the Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. Uh, it's all taking place in uh, St. Augustine. Uh, Heather, great work. Thank you. And uh, again, the website is? flgraduates.org. Okay. Thank you uh, for taking time out to talk to us. Thank you very much. Very innovative program. Uh, This is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred. Uh, We are coming to you from the uh, Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. Stay tuned. There's more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.